Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show. With you for the next 30 minutes in the studio. Some great people, and I'm thrilled to have them here. First of all, it's Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Good to see you, Good Mr. morning, Disler. Bob. Always a pleasure, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yourself? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. Okay. That's good. All right. Better than not being Okay. Also here, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. They do great jobs of getting loans closed. i got to tell you a story as we'll talk a little bit on the air in a few minutes. 6450736. And also back again, my son Greg, who's in charge of all of our photography. And if you want to see one of some of the stuff that Greg does, you can go to um, Louisville3D.com, Louisville3D.com. Let's go right to the phone, should we, guys? Let's do it. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jeremy. Yeah. Thinking about selling, but we've got a great interest rate, three and a quarter. Will rates ever come that low again? Ooh, good question, Randy. Uh, Fifteen years, you're in that ballpark. Still uh, there in, at that, but in a, I'm hearing four. I know you can't quote, but I can. Four, four and a quarter. Oh, high threes now on 30. They've dropped. And on jumbos? Uh, jumbos, depending on credit score, you're looking four and a half-ish. Four and a half-ish. Okay. And then... Uh, you can do a, a 15 year jumbo. Would that help at all? Probably not. Yes. A little bit. Uh, not a lot, but yes, yeah. a little bit, probably a quarter. Uh, you, you're looking at about a half point between the 30 and the 15 on, on, uh, not non jumbo, just regular conventional loan. Uh, interest rates supposedly going to be jumping up a little bit, uh, before the end of the year, right? We're looking at one more fed increase. No, no, uh, they, oh, one, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. Fed short term. Yes. Yeah, right. Long term rates there. There. I just got a report from my. My my gentleman always you that quote yeah right he they're going to be steady for the next year they feel like now wow mm-hmm. wow okay so we're not looking at another maybe because the economy at this point and things that are going a little wacko that okay. that's correct but yeah. but again short term rates will move the prime will go up but hopefully yes. long term mortgage rates will stay in the lower end okay that's right all right hopefully Jeremy that helps you and anybody else who's thinking about I don't think we're going to see as low but certainly. Um, and if they do dip back down there again, so that would be great for, uh, the problem is we just can't find homes for, listen, I, we are selling them. My problem is I need homes in the, uh, 50 to $350,000 price range. We've got thousands of buyers who are registered with our systems who are trying to find homes, but we can't find them. So we'll hook them up. We'll get them going. If you go ahead and, uh, if you call me, uh, three, seven, six, five, four, eight, three, and, the good news is we will immediately get you in contact with our agents who uh, are looking for homes. In fact, uh, Stephanie Mason, one of our great agents, is looking for land to help uh, Dustin uh, build a home. And he's looking for 15-plus acres. He'd like a pond or a creek property in some wooded area in East Louisville area, 8 or 9, Oldham and Shelby County. And um, he would pay up to 500000 for that amount of acreage, but he might go higher so. If you know of uh, land, if you've got some land that you're th- looking to sell that re- meets those requirements, give me a call. We'll hook you up with Stephanie, three seven six five four eight three. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Ann. Yeah. My husband died last year, and I need to sell the house. What documentation will I need when I go to sell it? Kevin, uh, help me out on this. Death certificate. Well, the first thing that she needs to determine is whether or not she held the property with survivorship. 
Most husbands and wife in Kentucky take title with survivorship. So when her spouse died, she technically was vested with complete title on the property. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally you see for estate planning, they'll have it differently, which is called tenants in common, mm-hmm. where you each own one half. In, in that situation, what you'd have to do is make sure that her deceased spouse, uh, was there a will? Was it probated? If there was not a will, did they go ahead and have an administrator appointed for the estate? She really needs to seek an attorney to take a look at the situation to make sure that the thing is, you, when you sign the listing contract, what you don't want to do is be in a situation where two weeks before closing, you realize you can't provide good title after the buyer spent a lot of money for his lender, for inspections, and so forth. So the first thing she really needs to do is to have somebody pull the deed take a look at it, and make sure that she can actually sign the listing contract and all the documents to close. So Kevin's number, and this would be a perfect uh, opportunity, and for you to call Kevin, 895-9900 and ask for Kevin Disler. Now let me take this to another level because this is a problem I'm seeing on a regular basis. Same scenario, but this in this case, parent, father or mother passed away. They're the last person. There's a will, and now the kids have are in charge of disposing, selling the house whether they get the proceeds or wherever they go, where what's the story on a six-month waiting before uh, a judge clears it for sale? Well, just, just to kind of do this, this briefly, but when, when someone dies and you're appointed either an executor if you have a will or an administrator when you don't have a will, there's a six-month period for any creditor to say that, Bob, you're the doctor, mm-hmm. and uh, you took care of the decedent, and you had a bill that's unpaid. Would you file a claim? And you have a six-month window to do that and get paid. Uh, the state has to be open for that period of time so that you can go ahead and pay off all the claims. If you do not probate and go through the process, it's actually a two-year window. And what comes up and what people forget is that our state is financially challenged, as a lot are. Mm-hmm. And with Medicaid and nursing homes, and it has become a big issue because people sometimes don't go through the, that process but the possibility would be, if say, if your parent was in a nursing home mm-hmm. for six months to a year, they could rack up a pretty good bill, and the state technically could lien the property. So, again, you know, I'm, I'm trying to promote myself, but you really do need to talk to an attorney, a probate, estate planning attorney, because usually what you would need to do in that situation is the court, if you have a will, you need a power of sale in the will, which is a key term. Or if you don't have a will, you need to actually have an order sale. Same thing comes back to earlier in the discussion where you talk about you sign a listing contract, you're getting ready to close, and the closing attorney would say, well, where's the order of sale from the court? Well, we didn't get one. Well, guess what? You have to go and get an order of sale from the court, and then you've got to wait 30 days for an appeal process. Yep. So if that's happened to you on some transactions, too, it's you have somebody ready to move in, and it's a you know, 30 to 45 day delay. Right. And, and I speak now on behalf for all of my fellow agents, uh, great agents throughout uh, the Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Southern Indiana, is to ask that question about the will, whether there is probate, if they have the power to sell the potential sellers. I'm, I know enough to ask that question and then to research and try to get that because you may have to wait a period of time before you put the home on the market or uh, at least in the listing with the potential buyer buyer's agent note that it cannot be closed for what 30 days or more usually you have to get on the court's docket the judge has got to be in town to go ahead and sign off on the order then there's a 30-day appeal period after that so usually Mm -hmm. it's about 40 to 45 days yeah and i just think it's it's a good idea a lot of us have elderly parents too 
that to get your affairs in order somewhat, and if you get ready to sell mom and dad's home, the first thing you do when you sit down at the listing agent is go through the documentation. And a lot of your colleagues out there, sometimes that's part of the process. They just assume that the person has the ability to convey title. But a lot of times they don't. They don't know. Yeah, it's a problem. So take a heat of warning. And if you got questions, again, Kevin's the guy to talk to, whether you're another real estate agent or uh, have a house that you're thinking about selling, 895-9900 and ask for Kevin Disler. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob, this is Bill. Yeah. I keep sending my loan officer these pay stubs, and he keeps asking me for more, and I have no idea why he's doing that. So, Bill, I, I would tell you that this is not a uh, an uncommon problem. This happens a lot. Randy, you guys do a great job. Other mortgage companies uh, have a tendency to ask for the same information over and over and over again. Are they losing it? Are they not paying attention? Well, in that scenario, he might need they might need the most recent pay stubs. So the two most recent pay stubs, and then they get it updated right before they close. They get another pay stub. Yeah. So then they can get it, and then they have to have a verification appointment the day of closing. Which is so it's not so uncommon to be continually asked to send this information. Uh, it, it, it is on the front end, but if it's right before closing, yes, yeah. they, they could ask for an updated pay stub. Sometimes they don't. It just depends on the investor Got in that it. scenario. Okay, good. By the way, coming up in just a few minutes, five ways your great home can bomb when being sold in a hot buyer's and seller's market. We'll tell you about that in just a couple of minutes. Also, if you're thinking about selling your home, whether it's now or in the next year or so, we've got a booklet that has how many tips now, Greg? Steps. Steps. 200. 200 tips, steps, steps. ways that we will help you sell your home. Got it. So that's my son, Greg. But you send me an email, bob at com. Just put tips. We know what you're talking about. And we'll send that out to you. Also, we mentioned a couple of uh, weeks ago, we have a new handout. Uh, it, and it's really not much of a handout. But it tells you how to opt out of junk mail and pre-approved offers. And it tells you about how to get rid of telemarketers, reduce pre-approval credit and insurance offers and reduce email advertisements. Anyway, if you send me an email, bob at com, and just put in opt out, O-P-T-O-U-T in the subject line, I'll send that out to you. Again, free of charge. Everything's free of charge. No obligation. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Brittany. Yeah. I thought I wanted to sell my house, and I now have an accepted offer on it. Good. But now I'm thinking I don't want to sell. What problems do I have on getting out of this contract? Oh, this is not good, Brittany. So um, if you've changed your minds, and we always tell when we list a house, we tell our sellers, okay, here's our listing contract. It's pretty much standard. I go over the details. But then I say, here's the bottom line. Here's what all this uh, legal jargon says. If you have any dis- concern about not selling your house, don't sign off on the inspection because after that, you're locked in. Um, with an inspection repair request, you may say no and the buyer walks away. Uh, there, there are ways to get around it, but the point is once you've signed that, you're pretty much locked in unless the buyer cannot close. And so, Kevin, we go to you as an attorney. If she says to her agent, listen, I've decided I want to stay. By the way, that happened once. I represented a buyer, seller, and the seller's agent contact me and says, the seller is now pregnant and doesn't want to sell. I'll tell you what happens after we talk <laughs> to you. 
So what could happen to a seller if they pulled back out of the contract or want to negate it? Well, you know, it's amazing. In this business, you always used to have the buyers want to get out. We talked about how soft the contract is. But it's such a hot market right now that we're getting calls all the time from sellers. It's like, oh, I'd like to back out. You know what they want to make more money on there or they think it's worth more money? They're concerned that they may not be able to have a place to live. If they sell and close their house, it's oh. such a hot market, there's, fast, yeah. there's a fear that they won't be able to get into another place. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have called us, like uh, this young lady. But one of the problems is you contractually signed off to, to sell the property. Unless you have a legitimate excuse under the contract, you could be held in breach. And usually in that case, what you'll see is the buyers may go on to another one, but they'll have an attorney write a somewhat – nasty letter to you mm-hmm. suggesting that you're responsible for any damages they incurred and a lot of times that's you know you'll have a survey a home inspection you'll do what the lender like randy over here and um and other times it could go far more than that if you have to go and get temporary housing things like that uh the realtors right certainly have done their job they deserve to be paid uh in which case you're, you're paying broke. commission on top of that you could pay commission yes you, you even you if owe you the commission yeah. yeah unless you have some legal justification for getting out of the contract but like so we're getting calls all the time where sellers are saying hey i've looked around i have second thoughts or mm-hmm. the inspection on the house that i want to buy fell through for whatever reason i've got no place to no go. Way to go so yeah. how do i get out of this contract yeah. So, and just so you know, I would tell you, think about a rental, an apartment for a short period of time. Rental homes, not so much these days. You're not going to find anything. But rental apartment or even a temporary um, hotel extended living, that could help you to get out of it because the alternative is having to face. Well, it's great here. Mom and dad would be a nice uh, alternative in the basement. Do you think that would work? The, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've got room, but so does Craig. So, <laughs> um, it just in my case, just so you know, so what ended up happening was, the my buyer was respective of the fact that this poor lady was now facing pregnancy and didn't want to move, and so they, he let her out of the contract, and that was it. We were done, and so it goes. But you know, not everyone is as nice as my buyer was, and mm-hmm. they might uh, take issue and and take legal action against you. So just remember that. We're going to take a break uh, in the studio. We've got Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys at eight nine five nine nine zero zero. Also, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial. They do a really good job of getting the loan closed and great rates. Uh, this guy's a great guy, and I would tell you, you want to call him if you're thinking about even refining or buying a house, new or, or uh, resale, 6450736. And my son, Greg, who is in the studio, you got to see with the photography, the 3D photography, louisville3d.com. We also have links to some of our videos up that are spectacular. We can tell you about that, too. Give me a call at 376-5483. When we come back, we'll tell you about some of the problems that buyers are facing and five ways that your home can bomb when you're trying to sell it in a hot market. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? 
you need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Did you know that federal law gives the buyer in a real estate transaction the right to choose who conducts the closing on their home purchase or refinance? Tell your realtor and loan officer to select Louisville's Choice in Real Estate Closings. Pitt and Frank, LLC. Serving homeowners for over 25 years, we are a trusted source in the real estate business where licensed attorneys close your transaction. Rely on the best, rely on us at Pitt and Frank, LLC. 895-9900. That's 895-9900. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokola. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. You can reach me anytime, 376-5483. We're continuing to look for homes to sell because we keep selling the ones we've got. And thank you, Barbara Corcoran, for all your advice. And even though she uh, kind of only made it one week in Dancing with the Stars, um, and i got to tell you, from my standpoint, I thought she did great, but I could understand her getting voted off. Barbara once told me, and I I pass this on to everyone who's listening right now, and I think this is so important. She said, the difference between someone who gets to the top of their game and stays there or attempts to get to the top of their game and is able to get there and someone who never gets there or gets up to the top and then falls down, it's not the amount of hours you work or dedication to the job or the event that you're working. It's how quickly you get up when you get knocked down. And we all get knocked down in life, but here's the thing. It's how quick you get up off your feet and get moving in this forward direction. That's how determines what determines if you're going to get back up there again and get how quickly you get up there. So uh, she I, she's a fighter. She's scrappy. And she is, I'm sure, back, even though it's a hit to take, you know, get voted off the first one. But that's OK. All right. So if you are thinking about five, well, think about selling your home and it all of a sudden it crashes. Things are happening. You can't sell it. You're wondering why. Here's a couple of tips. First of all, price. The initial listing price of a home is instrumental in how quickly it sells. Many sellers assume the selling the price high, setting it up high, and then coming down later and then accept a reasonable offer and counteroffer. But really what happens, starting high, listing price just ensures buyers who are most 
really compatible with the listing either don't see it or move on because it's outside of what they're comfortable paying. The price might be right. Your listing is squeaky clean and clutter-free. You may want to check your listing details. For example, an extra zero, and this has happened, instead of being listed at 450000 it might be 4500000 So check the details of the listing when it's up. Disrepair. If everything else seems to be in order and your listing still isn't selling, the problem may be the house itself, according to a 2016 National Association of Realtor Profile of Home Buyers and Sellers, only 19%, 19% of buyers were willing to compromise on the condition of a home. Major repairs such as a new roof, updated water heater may be necessary to attract a buyer. Clutter. First impressions are everything. If a potential buyer walks into a listing and has clutter everywhere, they truly can't visualize and see the home for what it really is. Buyers can't fail in fall in love, rather, with a house that is clutter everywhere. So think about decluttering and staging. If the clutter is not an issue, your listing still may not be selling because you want to consider staging. It's found to increase the profits and also decrease the amount of time that it's on the market. Those are some tips. We hope you help you. And if you need more of our tips, 150 and 200 tips, there will soon be 200, Greg. We're going to put them together. Uh, send me an email, bob at we sell or tips in the headline. We'll send them out to you free of charge, no obligation. Back to the phones. We will go in a moment. First, a couple of weeks ago, I told you, I know a lot of people say, well, the reason Bob and his team sell homes so many homes is because we keep the price low, and that's why they sell them fast. Well, no, no, that's not really the case. As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we really do try to get the most money for our sellers' homes. And then what we find is sometimes they have to come down in price because an appraiser says eh, 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 it's not worth the amount of money that the contract is for. And we just actually sold and closed on Terry's home, but we ran into a problem that a number of people are having appraisal problems. One of the things that's concerning for me is we actually listed at a higher price. We got a higher price for you, but then the appraisal came in. About what eight thousand lower? Eighty four hundred dollars yeah. lower. Yeah, which which I took the brunt of. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, that's an aggravating. How do you feel about an appraiser not seeing the value? I was uh, very disappointed, especially since I went down sixty five hundred on the selling price. What yeah. we we originally asked. Yeah. Um, I came down on the price then, and uh, quite a bit. Like I said, about sixty five hundred dollars. So yeah, that con- that concerned me, and uh, I think it's worth more than that. That's just my opinion, and. That's how I feel. This is a lot of a, this is a problem that a lot of people are having these days with appraisals coming in lower than what the property may be worth, at least in the in the seller's mind and the buyer's mind. Uh, right, and I had done a lot of upgrades on the poly, on the property as well, so you know that was even more disappointing. And I left uh, my washer and dryer in my refrigerator as well, so um, kind of feel like I took a hit. But sometimes you just gotta walk forward and not look back. I love her attitude. You get back up as soon as you get knocked down. That's what it is all about. But in this case, I feel bad because, truthfully, I thought the house, and so does she, and many buy- even the buyer thought it was worth more than what the appraiser appraised it for. But we can't really argue with appraisers these days because they don't want to listen. They got a tough enough job. We get it. We understand. But we can't help but be a little upset over it. I wish there was a better way that appraisers had to get real, real true value of a home. Back to the phones we go this morning. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, Bob. This is Billy Joe. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with my selling agent. 
and and how do I get a new one? Hmm. Well, okay. So look, let's let's talk about this. You've signed a contract that says whatever the months are for the listing, and if you want to try to uh, get out of it, um, there are some concerns. Kevin, as an attorney, how would you advise Billy Joe on what to do? Well, I think the first thing is to have a discussion with your agent. Mm-hmm. Just tell them you know, your reason that you're unhappy and, and request that you'd like to change and see what the response is. And the next step is every agent that you have in town is operates with a broker. And part of the broker's responsibility is kind of oversee the office and the agents. And then you could basically ask to be relieved of uh, your obligations under the listing contract with a broker mm-hmm. who technically who is a listing with. Like, you know, like Bob, in your case, you'll be the agent, but the broker is your broker of, uh, of your REMAX office. Right, or managing broker. Or managing broker. Kathy McGann, mm-hmm. or, uh, yeah. Pfeiffer, yep. Who does a wonderful job. And yeah. so you could always say, okay, let's say hypothetically it's Bob that she's displeased with. Right. Can't imagine why that would ever be. No. But if she did, that if she said, no, I really don't want to, then the next step would be the way the system works would, would address it with Kathy. Yeah, and I think one of the big concerns that I have for all my fellow agents uh, it, when you're working with a seller is this is a business uh, venture between the seller and the agent. And a lot of times the worst thing you could do is be working with a friend um, or church associate who uh, you then have to go and tell, listen, uh, your, our friendship is just about over. We've got a problem here. So uh, for, for that sake, you, I would steer clear of working with somebody within your church, synagogue, organization, or friend because you could lose that person as a friend or uh, very quickly. Right. But I think your point of sitting down first with the agent or a phone call and trying to work out the problem is probably the best. And then if it doesn't work out, you go to the broker and say, this is where we are. Well, and sometimes you may just have some miscommunication. Yeah. You know, you know, the yeah. agent's really trying to work like there might be some issue in pricing or the condition. And yeah. You need to have that honest conversation and be realistic. Yep, I agree with you. You're 100% on target there. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hey, Bob, this is Paul. Um, thinking about buying a house, but it's in a floodplain. Is that a problem? You know, I think it's on. it could be on several different levels. Greg, if you're a buyer agent, you see a floodplain. Yeah, I mean, I there. wouldn't say that we go running, but we definitely try to educate why and what would happen if you do purchase a property in a floodplain, flood insurance, and not that it's that bad, but there was some relief. And I know now, though, with, with Florida and Houston and right. all these hurricanes, FEMA very well may bring that back up. So it's just something to be aware of. It's not something to necessarily go running from, but and if the house fits for you, the house fits for you. But just know there's going to be a little bit of more uh, insurance on the back end that you have to pick up. And the problem on our mortgage, Randy, is that with uh, paying flood insurance, that is factored in to the payment, and that may reduce the amount of buying power that the buyer is able to accumulate, right? That's right. And also, I mean, it's very expensive sometimes. I think yeah, depending Greg upon where it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, I mean, you're 60 to $200 a month difference, yep. depending yeah. on how expensive the house is. We had a buyer, Kevin, who bought a house, was in the process of buying a house, then it was not disclosed. It was on a, in a floodplain. It turned out that the seller had deliberately not told the seller's agent that it was in a floodplain. Uh, we caught it in a check that it, the, fee, the no, it was uh, MSD, MSA, MSD, 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 yeah, had said it is in a floodplain. It had already started the contract thing, and we pulled out and then went after the seller for back for fees that were associated with right. the inspection, because that should have been disclosed up front. 
Well, in in one of the issues with that, MSD has a determination. Actually, Logic is is Logic. A place. Yeah, there's MS, there's MSD and FEMA. There's two completely different determinations yeah. now, right? Yeah, there are, and there's elevation. And what what part of the lot is it? Part of the property is it a part that? So there's a lot of sophisticated rules. But the main thing you need to know with flood insurance too is. Flood insurance for residential properties is subsidized by the federal government. Mm-hmm. And a few years back, they were, there was actually a short period of time that they pulled the subsidies. <laughs> so if it's $1,700 per year, let's say, you have to keep – because that's a subsidized amount. What happens if the U.S. government pulls back on that with some budgetary concerns? And then it goes up. And it goes up dramatically. And I'll just say one, one last thing. We had yeah. a fourplex during that period. It was about 3000 a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quote we got in that period where it was 30000 Whoa, whoa, yeah. That, that was fourplex and was commercial. But still. But still, you have to know that yeah. it could end up being quite a bit more. The voice of Kevin Disler. Pitt and Frank Attorneys, we're out of time. 895-9900. As always, Mr. Disler, thank you so much for thank being you, here. Thank you, for having me. Also, Randy Rucky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Always a pleasure to see you, sir. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. And my son, Greg, who does a great job. Yes, Good sir. to have you here, buddy boy. And if you want to get in contact with us, we're constantly looking for homes to sell. And you can reach me at 376-5483. Still a seller's market. Pretty much along the lower end, anything over 450 we can still sell them. And just need to call us, 376-5483. We will see you next Sunday, God willing, right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.